the Israel Report with Rolene Marks. There's a saying, always leave the best to the last. And I'm going to challenge somebody to tell us at the end regarding Purim. She knows what I'm talking about, exactly how she celebrated today and what her image was. Right now, <laughs> let's uh, welcome Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, always a pleasure to chat to you. Welcome once again. Always a pleasure to be on air with you. Right, Rolene. Okay, so let's, uh, as I say, leave the best for last. Uh, let's start with Ben Gavir's interview with Can. Illegal demolitions and claiming protesters want to kill me. What's going on here? I'm going to give that to you in a second, but before we do, we do have some breaking news coming in within the last half an hour. Uh, Earlier today, a heavy exchange of fire was reported between Palestinians and the IDF in Jenin. This is a city that's known as a hotbed of terror. But a short while ago, it has been confirmed that a joint IDF and Shin Bet and border police operation in Jenin has led to the killing of the terrorist responsible for killing the two Israeli brothers, that is uh, Halel okay. and Yagel Yaniv, who were murdered last Sundays uh, in Huwara, and uh, likely three other Palestinians killed as well. But the, the terrorist responsible, and we have not um, been given his name, has been killed. Okay. Rolene, uh, so right, let's uh, reflect back now on Ben Gavir's interview with uh, Can, the illegal demolitions, and uh, I, I got a whiff of this earlier on, protesters wanting to kill me. I'm quoting him, correct? So what what is developed here now? What's happening now with Ben, ben Gavir? Uh, ben Gavir sat down with Khan, that is the national broadcaster, yesterday for an interview. Now, it is quite controversial because one of the decisions that he has made is he has given police a directive to demolish any illegal homes in East Jerusalem. This is during the uh, festival of Ramadan. This is the mm-hmm. holiest month in the Muslim calendar. It is a particularly sensitive month, and it comes at a time when there has been a significant increase in violence between Israelis and Palestinians. Some 14 Israelis have been killed due to terror attacks, and in that are count Druze, uh, who are Muslims, uh, Uh, as well. That's very, very important. And the IDF have warned that this Ramadan could be particularly, particularly sensitive and um, we could see a significant increase in violence as well. Hamas have also made threats with regards to uh, the Temple Mount and any ascension onto the Temple Mount. It is a time of the year we know uh, and we expect uh, significant um, violence. But uh, this director flies in the face of a decision that has been taken for well over a decade not to engage in any activity that could seriously uh, create any kind of flare-up. So he's done that, but he's also said that, you know, while it's wrong to generalize about the hundreds of thousands of demonstrators uh, within the protest groups, and, and, and these protests are growing bigger by the day, and we are expecting another day of disruption on Thursday, 
Wow. He says, and I'm quoting him, he says, most of them are good people, but among them are those planning the next political murder. Who you say, uh, you have to kill Ben Gavir, Sarah Netanyahu, to murder Benjamin Netanyahu. I see the intelligence, intelligence assessment and I listen to those shouting from the bottom of the heart. Uh, there are leftist anarchists who some time ago crossed the red line and are planning to kill me and the Prime Minister. Now, this has been um, met with a huge condemnation by the protest organizations, including the leader of the opposition, Yair Lapid, who called him a lying uh, clown. <laughs> and I'm just one that's so loath when we immediately go to, you know, it's leftist anarchists or right-wing lunatics. I'm, I'm very loath that, you know, when we have this kind of, uh, rhetoric because um, his words, and you will be well aware of his words, will, will just further uh, in, inflame division and, and tempers. Well, certainly we don't need that now. I mean, after all he says, shall we? Uh, what did the word? Uh, what was the word I used before? Shenanigans and uh, um, and antics that he's been up to lately, if we can call it that. Uh, certainly not, not not boding well for for well for my next question to you. Uh, the IDF chief to meet with IF squadron commanders, reservists. The liquid minister tells reservists objecting to the judicial overall to quote go to hell unquote. And uh, so, what do Israelis think? I mean, with Ben Gavir carrying on like this, there's, uh, as you say, protests. Now we're gonna, there's gonna be a certified, a certain march going on on Thursday. Okay, Roline, sum that up for us. What's going on now with the uh, military? This doesn't bode too well because now it, it, it's a question of morale and uh, support for the state. It's a question of uh, morale and support, but also national security. You know, if we have there we go. our uh, former commanders of the Israel Air Force are saying that, you know, putting forward these overhauls could be or, or could create a, a significant national security threat. We, we've listened mm-hmm. to the language coming from Itamar Ben-Gavir. Uh, we, we now see that our security in the West Bank is divided between Defence Minister Yoav Gallant and Betzalel Smotrich, who has made inflammatory statements mm-hmm. over the last uh, couple of uh, days and, and has been called out for them. Now, imagine the... Um, the, the army having to take their orders from Betanel Smotrich. And now we have the situation we're flying in the face of, of what the army has warned about. We've got Ben Gavir directing the police to engage in, in demolitions of illegal uh, buildings. And now with potentially no Supreme Court to overrule those decisions and protect our army, we have a situation where we have reservists say, no, um, we cannot in, in all good conscience serve. Now, uh, Hertzi Halevi, he is the new IDF chief of staff. What a, what an agenda he has on his, his first weeks of, of office. Right. He's going to sit down uh, with squadron leaders, with, with unit leaders, and, and try to, you know, uh, look for solutions to try and rationalize this. Uh, and, and we've heard from uh, Major General Eliezer Shkedi. He was one of the former commanders of the uh, Israeli Air Force. And he's on record also speaking to Khan earlier today, saying, you know, that he doesn't support... Uh, the idea of, of, of not reporting 
to reserve duty because it's, it, it, it has dangerous consequences. Mm-hmm. But, and he said in no uncertain terms, these judicial overhauls must be stopped in his tracks. Now, this is a sentiment that has been shared uh, above all people, the former Speaker of the Knesset and um, member of Likud, Yuli Edelstein. So we are now seeing a division in Likud where we've got MKs like wow. Yuli Edelstein saying we need to put the brakes on this judicial overhaul, mm-hmm. and he's saying as well that there are many MKs uh, from his party that that support that um, as well. So we do have this uh, this growing um, division. But now we have the Minister of Communications, Shlomo Kahi, uh, who's created a lot of controversy for wanting to defund or uh, and. Uh, Put the brakes on Khan, our national broadcaster. You and I have had this discussion. Yes. And national broadcasters mm-hmm. also an imperative for democracy. Say that those refusing to serve, and these are our reserve soldiers, can go to hell. Israel doesn't need them. We most certainly do need our reserve soldiers. Uh, and, and soldiers, whether on active or reserve duty, serve with a tremendous amount of pride. And those comments are a profound insult, not just to Israeli citizens, but also to the men and the women who serve uh, in, in our army, many of whom uh, who've paid with their lives. You know, indeed, Roland, we just hope that uh, reason and, uh, you know, like uh, common sense prevails because uh, security is paramount. Uh, to Israel, and at this moment we don't need any rupture in the security structure. Certainly, can you imagine the Hamas and Palestine, how the Palestinian Authority is rubbing their hands in glee looking at this? Uh, let's just hope that... Well, cer- well certainly uh, Nasrallah from um, Hezbollah is rubbing his hands with Yes, glee. I can imagine all those, you know, in opposition to Israel, as I say, let's just hope reason prevails and they understand the importance of, you know, not allowing the judicial process to, you know, like, uh, overcome their, their sense towards uh, Israel security. That's, uh, for I guess, for another discussion we can have at another time. So much to unpack there, Rolene. Right now, we are a bit pressed for time. Uh, as I promised in the beginning, we're going to be talking about Purim in Israel. And of course, do tell us uh, how you celebrated it at the end. <laughs> You've got to tell okay, us. Okay, I right. confess to being a bat chick or cat woman. Bat uh, chick. Okay. This is a phenomenal time of year right. for somebody going for her morning jog wearing a tiara, uh, a plastic one or beard, right. but going for a morning jog in a tiara because it's pouring. Uh, it's all about wearing the uh, the masks and the miracles that are hidden behind the mask. Sure. And who am I not to join in? So being the very, very serious journalist that I am, had to do uh, my report wearing uh, the the mask of a bat chick. But just just out of interest, uh, Roland, sorry to come in there. Um, with uh, the celebration of Purim, and given all the unrest and the un, you know the unsettled atmosphere, how did it look today? How did how did Israel respond to the celebration? Well, this is a, a, about a week of celebrations mm. and parties. Uh, if you had cut across to me about an hour earlier, you would have heard my neighbor's children as they were reading uh, the Megillah. But a, a very, very festive day. I have to give props to the person who I thought had the most creative costume I saw was a young girl walking to school covered in post-it notes. He looked a little bit like my desk. So my applause to, to <laughs> Mr. Post-it guy. You went purring for me.
Okay, Roline, thank you so much for giving us an update on uh, Purim being uh, celebrated in Israel. Roline Marks, our correspondent from Israel, telling us uh, what's happening in the Holy Land right now. Certainly they've got security issues. I think that is paramount at the moment to deal with. Uh, looking forward to an update uh, from Roline at the same time tomorrow.